Hey, Confidants, it's Teresa. Thanks for listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Um, I don't know what to tell you except, wow, you made some good choices in order to get here. Um, if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Or maybe like listen to the whole episode and if you like it, then subscribe. But uh, I do love to see you guys' reviews. So if you guys want to leave me a five-star review and send me a picture of that via, you know, Instagram, Twitter, email. Um, it's tellmeanythingpod at Instagram and Twitter. And um, the email is tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. Send me a little screenshot of your five-star review and I'll send you a private confession. These are real fun. Um, I usually just like, you know, come up with something that I've never told anyone before, and boy, do I have a lot to say. So if you want that, send it to me. Or if you don't want that, you can still review it. Just don't send it to me. Also, you can call me at 323-388-3521. That is the Confessions Hotline. You can leave me confessions that I, if you want me to talk about it on the podcast, you can choose to be anonymous. Um, you can also just say hi. It doesn't have to be a confession. Love to hear from you. Honestly, love to communicate. All right, um, before I get the show started, I just want to let you guys know I'm going to be on the road um, in September. I'll be in Denver on September 25th doing comedy shows, so if you like stand-up and you like me, you might want to come check that out. Um, and then I'll be at Cresta Boot Film Festival on um, the following day, September 26th and September 27th. You can come by, check out my film, I Think She Likes You, at Cresta Boot in the mountains of Colorado. I'm very excited. All right, without further ado, here is your episode with Lamar Woods. Enjoy. You can tell her, you can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. Hey guys, it's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is the podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. Very excited for my guest today. Um, he has a movie called It's a Party, which I watch. Super funny. Um, you guys should check it out. It is available on Showtime right now and also for download on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. It's Lamar Woods. Hey, what's How good? <laughs> I came in hot. What up? <laughs> yeah, no, I love that Saturday morning energy. Yeah. I didn't know you watched the movie. That's cool. I did. <laughs> awesome. I went to, oh, that's right. Did I not tell you that? Because uh-uh, I, I went when it screened at Panavision. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't there yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because was... your DP, Carissa, also shot yeah. my short film. That's right. She's really oh, wonderful. She's uh, amazing. Isn't she like the best? Yeah, like, she's so good. She has like the best set vibe, I always say, like. Like, it's like, oh, this is the kind of vibe I want to set all the time. Like, just, like, super chill. Yeah. It's so dope. Yeah. It's, um, How was, what is that theater like? Is it nice? It's nice. There? Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, it is. But no, did I said Panavision. I think it's Panasonic. Oh, my gosh. Which one is it? I don't it's know. It's something. I'm not. <laughs> and I think I'm it's in Panorama City, too. It might have been. Yeah. Panorama City. <laughs> I think it's in Panama. Panama City. Uh, I went to Panama City to watch it. Um, <laughs> it's what I think it was Panasonic now that I'm thinking about it well it's, it's definitely the name of some kind wherever of camera, the right? cameras yeah, yeah, we're from. yeah um but i think they just really liked her work and they like were like let's screen it um cool. yeah it was it was really cool i think that your director was there i met him yeah well, well, well yeah. Then, yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. oh man I, I i forgot it because that was a recent screening so, so i was oh yeah so like yeah that's cool i forgot it. <laughs> i yeah. also went <laughs> I oh i remember because it was there was that and then there was supposed to be an after party at like blue yeah i was at the party <laughs> right but i well so what i did is i went after because i like talked to um 
uh, you know, Carissa and Walden after the screening, they're like, oh, we're going to go to this thing. And I was like, okay. But I didn't realize it started like three hours later. Yeah. And so everyone had gone home to get ready and go out. And oh, then yeah. I went and then I was like the first one there. And then I was like, that's eh, fine. I'll just t- <laughs> tell Lamar it was good when I see him next. And then I left. So oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was three years ago. <laughs> I didn't actually, <laughs> yeah. I didn't actually oh, go in. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, I was coming from work and I was going to try to go to the thing. I was like, oh, there's no way I can do it was far too. It was like in a valley to, somewhere. Yeah, but uh, the party was fun. Though. It was yeah. pretty lit. It was cool. Um, cool. I'm glad well, you saw I, it. Yeah, I, I hope it was more that. fun than the party in the movie. Which oh yeah. Well, not to give it away, but it's <laughs> oh yeah. It, it's uh, you, well, yeah, everyone tries to throw a party. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like a it surprise a party <laughs> for a rapper, and uh, he never shows up, and then uh-huh. it's they're all waiting for him to show up. It's like waiting for a Godot with rappers. Oh, it, I love that. Is yeah. that was? Are you a big play? guy um not really i just want i just like that play but um i definitely like i like the for this type of uh for a low budget film Mm -hmm. it really helps to do something like that because you can everything becomes more character and dialogue heavy so you don't have to like we didn't really switch a lot of locations and stuff so it kept it really tight so i guess in that sense having uh inspiration from a play was like made it feel less made me feel less like I was like restricted. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was cool. Yeah, cool. Well, um, you guys should definitely check that out. Um, I like to start with a good confession just to start on a positive note because not all confessions are bad. Is there something good you'd like to confess? Um, I I just came back from Portland and I'm here to tell you that I love Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the bandwagon. I love it there. I don't know why. I just like, I dig it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like that place. I really it's like nice. it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've only been once for a few days. I got... This tattoo there, it's a oh, cool. cat in a spaceship. Awesome. Um, yeah, my sister and I got matching ones for a birthday. Oh, tight. And so yeah. she, and Did you get a tattoo there? No. Um. <laughs> no. I, I asked a stupid question, though, where I was like, because I was like, when are you, are you ever too old to get a tattoo? Because I don't have any. And I'm like, am I getting too old to have a tattoo? And then everybody just looked at me like, you're in Portland. <laughs> like, why are you asking that? Like, everyone has to. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like that was like a crazy olds. question to ask in Portland. But, uh, I, yeah, I'm a, next time I go, maybe I'll get one. I, won't, I do Do you want actually one. want one? I do, yeah, but I don't know what to get. You don't know I, what to get. Um, the first one's harder, I feel like, because you put so much meaning into it. And then yeah. after that, you're just like, whatever. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I just need to break the seal and just get something. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. Uh, but, yeah, Portland was fun. So that was, that was my good. I don't know if that's a secret or confession. No, but. <laughs> no it is. It's kind of just like a th- good thing that's happening that you're excited about. So that totally Yeah, fits. and I have, yeah, I've been wanting to tell somebody that <laughs> all week. I was good. like, man, I got to tell somebody I love Portland. I, I just need the world. Yeah, you don't want to say that in L.A. On, a sh- on stage. People get mad. No. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't know. There's a lot of I, I don't think there's actually really hate for Portland. But it's just more like um, teasing hate. Like because right. of that show Portlandia. I feel like when I think of Portland, I definitely think of sort of like like predominantly white liberal yeah. um like tryhards kind of but right, then also right. is like meaning well so it's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing it's just a little bit exhausting sometimes yeah <laughs> I, I mean it's a, it is a shit ton of white people out yeah there. I, I mean that was certainly i mean we, when white white women my, i was out there with my group white women uh-huh. which is there are six black guys and <laughs> we whenever we're outside it's so noticeable it's like uh-huh. crazy like people like it's just it, it's just that this group of black dudes <laughs> out because we're walking everywhere yeah and people are like who like just staring at us but not in an b- uncomfortable way but it's just like they must be here for some reason because <laughs> <laughs> there's no black people here but that being said i don't mind a lot of white people if they're well-meaning <laughs> yeah no portland yeah. is like the all the well-meaning white people go there and they're like yeah. it's almost like they all congregate because they like 
they're like the kind of people who are like, we want diversity. And then so they all move to a place where it's like other people who want diversity. And it's like, oh, shit, we forgot. Yeah, to we forgot. Get the people. diversity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you all bring the diversity? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I brought the sandwiches, but I did yeah. not bring any any diversity. You do this every time. Yeah. yeah. No, that's real. But I think people, I actually think a lot of black people are going to start moving there. Oh, I have cool. a feeling yeah. it's going to because I think we're gonna yeah I don't, I don't know <laughs> you're spreading the word <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, that's what I'm here to do actually yeah. is like to talk to um uh, if your audience is mostly black right <laughs> then they should go move to Portland um this podcast is sort of loosely like started around therapy because I mm-hmm. um like I love going to therapy and I I've taken a little bit break from it but I just feel like it's like a good thing for people to do um mm-hmm. but everybody's on their own journey do you go yeah. to therapy at all uh no I want to though I'm, I'm going to why do you want to or something that you've um, actively been like, I want to. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, if you don't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just feel like uh, it's helping people. Uh-huh. I, I uh, well, I I practice a lot of meditation. Oh, okay. Not to say that that's a um, uh, replacement for therapy because I don't think they're the same. But there is. I just feel like um, I don't know. The older I get, I feel mm-hmm. like I never ever had this before. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to be very like sort of like opt- like a dreamy, optimistic kind of person. But uh-huh. lately, I'm just like my anxiety is I have like a little more anxiety than I used to, which is like maybe it's coming with age or something, or just the, because the plan is dying or whatever. Oh, no. But I I think I could use therapy for that because it seems like I just need someone to talk to. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, I yeah. think meditation is really good, and I I, I mean I, I in terms of replacement, I think they're just different, but I think it could yeah. totally be. Um, something that helps you get through the day and like, you know, understand your own like anxieties. I mean, I, I kind of go, I therapy to me, I'm like, I'm really glad I did it. Now I'm like taking a break. Cause I feel like where I am in life, like meditation and, um, just like, like self care is actually more beneficial to me now. Right. So, right. Cause I feel like I'm li- I was living in my head a lot. So now I'm like, okay, I just want to be more present. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that it just depends what order you do it in, but do you do yeah. um, a special type of meditation? Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah, that's. I guess that's why I want to try it there because I've been doing meditation for so long. I've been practicing uh-huh. since uh, I was twenty three. So yeah, almost eleven years now. So I was practicing Zen uh-huh. in in Atlanta, and then I came out Are here. Are you from Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I so love I, Atlanta. Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Atlanta's fun too. Another yeah. cool city. It's great. I'm just gonna city. promote cities on the podcast today. <laughs> Portland, it's just Atlanta. Just like one of those rap songs where just like yeah. Atlanta, <laughs> San Francisco. You just yeah, list yeah, them for like yeah. a whole minute. Yeah, where, yeah. You just keep going. I, I love this. There's this Ghostface song. I love that. At the end, they just go. Brooklyn, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Queens, I know. And it's just them shouting, Manhattan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I always try to like uh, sing it with them. And then I always forget which city's coming next. And I'll be like, Bronx. And he's like, Manhattan. And, like, oh. and I'm like, damn, I'll, one time, next time, Ghostface. But um, uh, what was the question? Oh, um, what were we talking? Oh, I just, I interrupted you. I, oh, and oh, I the said, Buddhist why stuff. are you from Atlanta? Oh, yeah, I was and pra- I just, I said, why are you from Atlanta? But you were talking about meditation. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. I was practicing there. And so mostly uh, Zen and then, um, but then I, I, now I kind of just do it when I can, but I actually, it's funny you ask, cause I went back, there's this place called uh, International Medi- uh, Buddhist Meditation Center, I think, okay. right at Koreatown, right around here. Oh, okay. And uh, um, I like it a lot, but it's like, they have a shit ton of cats there. Like he, what? The, the, uh, oh, for the, the mice? No, I don't know. I oh, think no. the guy who who runs it, who's uh, this uh, this or a monk, he's like, he just likes cats. So like, <laughs> uh, 
and I am terrified of cats. Oh, really? <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. No. So it's such a weird test because, but it usually I was like, I haven't been there in a, in a long time, but I was like, all right, maybe I, maybe this this anxiety will maybe I should go back. And then I went back, and then um, uh, I, I I remember being cool with the cats, like uh-huh. only in there, like outside <laughs> of that, I was like. I get freaked out when I see cats, but when I went there, they weren't bothering me. But yesterday, when I went, I was like, the cat was like right up on me oh, while no. I was sitting, and then so it was sitting right next to me, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a test. I like, I have to like <laughs> stay focused. Like, I can't, I can't move. I gotta like keep focus on my breathing, and I, I was just like. It, I feel like it, the cat was the Buddha, <laughs> like, yeah. like like trying to make fuck with me. But no, I, um, I think I'll get used to it again. But I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I forgot how much I um, am afraid of cats. <laughs> oh man, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that is like a test. I, I'm really, I used to be really scared of spiders. I still don't like them. But I remember one summer, I was like studying abroad, and I would go to the park every day to write, and then there were just all, always spiders that would land on me. Yeah, and I and I would like freak out, and then eventually I was like, you know what? this is a test. Like I thought the yeah. same thing. I was like, this is a test. I am going to get over my fear. And then I just sat there and like very Zen was like, okay, the spiders are going to fall and I'm going to not move. Right. Right. And it all, it, I mean, it was like still very, I still got a lot of adrenaline. I was very scared, but all it took was me thinking that. And sure enough, a spider fell on me and I just sat there and I was like, don't move. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. And then you know, it, obviously, it, spiders are not going to hurt you. Like, yeah, no, they know, a lot of animals don't yeah. want to hurt us. <laughs> and then I just kind of brushed it off and I was like, yeah. okay, well, that that was it. Now I I can defeat them. Right, like, right. I, so, yeah, so, I mean, it's I still so don't real. like them, but I'm not, I don't like have that crazy scream. I used to like get on top of the tables and like shimmy up really? doorways yeah. if I saw spiders. <laughs> it's t- They're scary. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they but are it evil. is like that. But I, it's hard for me to like justify it. Like, it's hard for me to be like, I'm not going to come back here because because it's like, well, you know, you know, you and the cat are the same. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's hard for me to oh, like, cause just, that's what you're telling yourself in meditation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. oh, I am this cat, but I'm also <laughs> of terrified that it's going to like afraid eat of me. yourself. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. What? But it's funny that the Buddha, the the uh, the, the, uh, the teacher, he was like this other guy who was new, who was new there, who was meditating. Uh-huh. This, he was like. Uh, the cat bit him. <laughs> he really? Was like, oh, no. Yeah, he goes, he told the monk, he's like, he's like, uh, yo, your cat just bit me. And he was <laughs> like, yeah, it just means it is fine. <laughs> he, he had nothing. He didn't, like, I think he thought that he would be like, like take the cat away or like punish it or something. But the, <laughs> that, the teacher was just like, all right. So <laughs> it was such a like weird, uh, it was such like a non-customer service moment. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to write a yeah. Yelp review for that. Yeah, um, but the cats are great. I mean, Cats are fine. I love cats. cats. Are, don't, you don't I'm have not, to I'm like a cats. Cat a lot, of, plenty of people don't like cats, and I do think they might be aliens. I saw a video. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you do have a cat in I a spaceship. I do have a cat in a spaceship. Arm, yeah. Well, it's actually because my dad used to tell us a story, me and my twin sister, about a cat and a squirrel that went on space adventures. So that's oh. why she has a squirrel and I have a cat. I don't hate cats, but I do think they're aliens. Um, I saw a video of a cat like that was like just recorded when Owen's home, yeah. putting himself into a drawer. Like he opened a drawer put himself in and then closed it with himself inside. Wow. And I'm like, that is not natural. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's like when the velociraptor opened the yeah, door. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know what I think. I was telling my friend, I think my mom, I get it from my mom cause she's afraid of cats. Uh-huh. I'm not like afraid of them anymore. I like, I can be around them and I live with a lot of cats before, like oh, really? through with the roommates, but I just feel uncomfortable around them. It's just a slight discomfort. 
I just that's wish okay. I, I want to overcome it though, because I don't oh, want to yeah. be afraid of anything. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a healthy way yeah. of looking at it. Yeah. Um. So you're so you're very like you do seem very zen. Like you know, I feel oh. like your energy is very calming. Oh, thank but, you. But thank um. You. So you but you talked about sort of like having anxieties. Is that something that you mm. like? Do you have like a when you're out in the world and you have anxiety and stuff? Do you like have like a routine that you do to like get through it, or, or are you like straight up meditating when you're out? Oh yeah, I think yeah. Usually, if it's hap, it's not a lot. It's just like uh, one of those things where I feel like something will happen and then my mind will sort of do like a catastrophe scenario or immediately, uh-huh. which is I'm sure pretty normal. <laughs> but it's like it just plays out an entire scenario in my head that's gonna happen. Like. Like one time, like, have you ever been in a situation? Like I was meeting a friend for lunch mm-hmm. and no, I've never been. <laughs> have you that. ever done that? It's <laughs> so like, strange, especially in the daytime or like, uh, so, and she, uh, but we were talking on Facebook. So, cause I had our, our Instagram, I mean, uh-huh. and so I, I can't remember if I had her number or not. And then, uh, so, cause we hadn't seen each other in a long time. So she was like, all right, well. I'll meet you down there. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going downtown. And then I went down there and I got there like a little early. Mm-hmm. And then um, and I did have her number. Right. But I wasn't sure if it was like changed or anything because it was uh-huh. like old. And then I was like text her like, hey, I'm here. Uh, let me know when you get here. Right. And then it's like nothing. Right. And it's like <laughs> we plan to meet at this specific time. And I was like, OK, uh, like, it's you know, whatever. It's like maybe she's late. Then it's like 10 minutes go, 10, 15 uh-huh. minutes go by. I'm like, all right, I text her again. And I'm like, hey, just, uh, you know, I'm being real chill. Like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to probably get this. I'm going to go for a walk or whatever. And then nothing. Right. And then I called uh, and then I called it and it went straight to voicemail. <gasps> and I was like, and my mind went crazy. I'm like, is she OK? Like I'm like thinking like something happened to her. Uh-huh. And because it just wouldn't make sense. It's not like there's no reason for her to like. You know, it just didn't, it wouldn't make sense for it to be like some sort of like bail or anything in that scenario. And I was like, I started, my mind started imagining like, it's just like imagining her in her car, in a car accident, like not, it can't get to her phone. You know what I mean? And I was like, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, I got to do something. I felt like crazy. Like, and then, uh, and then, yeah, she came and she just, her phone died. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like the simplest thing, but it was just like. It was just like uh, my mind, I guess rightfully, I had reason to feel that way. But like yeah. at the same time, it was like to think that she was like, I mean, I was actually hoping she was blowing me off at that point because it was like. you were so worried about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I hope she's not hurt. Like, Well, I but, think that's something that, I mean, I don't, I, w- I wish I meditated more. I don't really. But that's something I've heard um, uh, around like meditation is it's not just about, because you're right. Anything could have happened. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not, I, no, you never want to be like, it's going to be okay. Cause it not, it isn't always okay. Right. But I think the key is to let go of what you can't control. So in yeah. that situation, it's like, obviously most likely she's fine. And so it was just a phone thing. Cause like the yeah. possibility of something happening is probably smaller, you're right? but it's not, it's not that, uh, it couldn't happen. It's just that if something had happened, worrying about it is not going to undo it happening. Yeah. So yeah. then how do you, in that moment, like, be present and not freak out because you know if something did happen like you would have to just kind of wait and find out which is scary to wait but like freaking out about it isn't going to change it yeah and i think meditation i I definitely like get to the breathing and that i try to focus on that but 
Um, and the other stuff I do is like, I used to do this thing where I would look at something uh-huh. uh, that's organic, like a, uh, that's organic to the planet, like a tree or something like okay. that. And then, and then it kind of calmed me down, like staring at a tree or staring at like a flower or something that's oh, like nice. very just existing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like alive, but it's existing without any like thoughts or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, well, the tree is, isn't tripping. So <laughs> yeah, so I, I, love, I used to really like, uh, I love imagining that I was a tree cause and just like in the middle of like a storm, cause like a big yeah. oak tree. Cause it just stands there and you're like, oh, it's just gonna be there for years and years yeah. it's already been there for years like it's not gonna die it's fine yeah a trees are tight i miss i miss them actually i, <laughs> I mean they got, I miss them? Okay. well they don't have like i, I mean we got trees out here trees here even though the trees in la are skinnier yeah um well lamar is there anything you would like to tell me Oh yeah, I have a uh, I have a bully at Planet Fitness. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. And it's like it's a weird psychological uh, thing that's tormenting me every time Aww. I go there. It's not that bad, but all right. So just say for a little context, I started going to Planet Fitness because it's their whole marketing <laughs> campaign is like you, you know it's mm-hmm. like uh, no judgment, right? Mm-hmm. No critics no like lunk because I'm a small guy I'm not like you know I really don't really I'm only really going there because I just want to work out for uh-huh. just just to do something and not to be like a huge you know get huge or anything I'm trying and to then, bulk up yeah and then um uh so I was like oh this place is nice and it's super uh-huh. cheap and every and it's like you know it's like old people there the one in New York I've heard gives pizza Oh yeah, they give pizza here too. It's pizza and tootsie rolls. Like it's like reward. Wow. They reward you with a tootsie roll. They're like, oh, you did good today. Here's a tootsie roll. And sometimes they have donuts. It's completely uh, ridiculous. <laughs> but for me, I love it. Like there's literally a guy there one time in a full mailman outfit working. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I love this place. This is why my mail's always late. Yeah, but what's happening is I think so. We call them lunks. So there's a rule: no lunk, no lunks allowed. Right? And okay. if you a lunk is like a guy those guys you see in the gym like a loser like, hunk no yeah no. <laughs> sure yeah i guess i, I guess yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah those guys those guys in the gym who are like and like oh, really yes. pumping iron you know the and, ones that make a lot of noise and you're yeah. like what are you are you okay yeah and they're really like, like taking oh, up a lot of space and you're like what the fuck yeah it's uh <laughs> real gross so then there's this alarm that goes off when that happens <gasps> yeah really? and it's like well, 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 you gotta look and then uh they have to who stop who presses it i think it's i think it's based on noise <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah because i never know when it's happening but you can oh, whenever man. you hear someone like slam the waist down it goes off so i wow. think i think it's like a sensitivity so funny. thing it's like um uh, a quiet place sequel in a gym <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so when you work can you, out, get you have to be like without married. making a sound i know it almost feels like you t- if everything worked out well and you started to get uh, bigger and muscular, you would have to leave because you would, you know, you would start grunting. But uh, but what's happening is the opposite, which is like all these fucking lunks are coming in there because I feel like they feel like they. I feel like because it's cheaper, uh-huh. it's like they're coming there and like taking over the gym. So all the like mm. meek, like the old ladies, and you know, they like uh, people like me. <laughs> it's, it's just me and old ladies, <laughs> basically. And uh, who don't know what they're doing. This sounds like some insecurities that you're projecting. Uh, but, uh, no. <laughs> well, it's like, I'm just like, uh, the, to me, the gym is like, a, it can be a very uh, intimidating place, right? Mm-hmm. If you go sure. in there and for anybody, really, I mean, it's like, 
it's just it's just it's just an insane well such a vulnerable thing to be like i'm i want to work on myself and not only like on myself but on my like physical appearance yeah and then to do that in front of strangers who can watch you as you're like like you're running or any like it's just like all of the you know you're already thinking about your flaws they're not really flaws but you know how we all view ourselves in a way where like i could improve and then other right. people are watching you. And have yeah, that or you process. can see the example right in front of you, like, oh, that's what I was supposed to look like. <laughs> it's other people watching you hate yourself. Yeah. While you're sweating and red. <laughs> like, but it's also too like what's uh I also I feel like I'm very interested in like I think everything is some a lot of these kind of things do have like a required skill set. Mm. And something but there, you know, there's things that I feel like there's things like like say like basketball or something like I could play basketball, but I'm not mm-hmm. good at it. Like I like I have to practice it. Uh-huh. And then I think there is a way to do this, like workout that yeah. I'm sure is available online or with trainers <laughs> or whatever. So that's the other problem is like I like not even if I'm even doing the equipment right or like, <laughs> you know, or even doing the right workout, which I think is also weird uh like insecurity where i'm like i don't know if i'm doing this like what am i doing i'm just picking like fun like i'm like oh this one looks (laughs) fun let me try this one yeah but um so but now there's all these uh big muscular guys Mm -hmm. and there's this one guy who's like this he looks kind of like he's an old guy he looks like child like a charlton has like a black charlton heston in his prime you know Uh like real good posture and <laughs> good just posture. like he like runs the gym like he just it, it, like when he walks in people move out the way i feel like he doesn't even have to scan <laughs> his thing when he walks on, in swings the cane. yeah yeah <laughs> like, and, and one and this one day i was like and this is what i mean by like not knowing how to do it because mm-hmm. t- i do think there's you know there's probably a way to do this that's makes sense of course there is that's why that's what trainers are but the uh so i was like standing in the it was like the the free weight section uh-huh. and this is like the start of the bullying right? okay and it <laughs> i was like standing in the free weight section and i was just trying to do some curls but i didn't it was a lot of people around so i was trying to find a little space uh-huh. and then um so i was like kind of behind like he was on a bench doing uh like some like lift like lifting arm weights over his head right uh-huh. and then i was standing like maybe four feet behind him right doing curls like not nowhere near him and then he kept getting up and looking back at me. He's like, like just giving me this mean look, right? And I was like, I just moved back a little bit. And then he would go back down. And uh-huh. then he'd get back up and look at like the kind of like this intimidating look, like he was about to like like kill me. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, I, 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 I was like, I moved back a little bit. And then he looked back again. And then I was just like, I just gave up. I just like put the weights down and then like left the chair. Oh no. <laughs> Because I was like, I felt like so punked, like he punked me, right? And then so I'm like, man, fuck that guy, right? Fuck the lunks, right? So then I come back. You should have just then, started being like, wee, 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 like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I know. I should have hit the lunk alarm. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like he was like connected or something. I don't know. It seemed like everyone just knew him. And, and I'm oh, like the new guy. And he only here. was like singling you out or was he doing this to I anyone think, else? No, I think it was just me. I mean, I think to probably empathize with him, I think he just felt like I was in his space. But there was just nowhere for me gym. to go. I didn't know where yeah. to go. And it was Share just like, yeah, it's, it's, this is a small gym. It's not a big place. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, so every time I see him now, it's just like, he doesn't say anything to me. <laughs> but I just feel like he's like, he just looking at me like, this motherfucker don't know what he's doing in here. And because I could tell he he's clearly like someone who knows how to work out. He's actually training. 
he like trains these like ladies he has like a group of ladies that he trains oh at which, the gym yeah yeah which is also a little weird a do you have to dynamic. work for the gym to do that or he just was like no right, he's not supposed to you're not oh, supposed man. to train it's part of the rules but they let him do it <laughs> this guy runs that gym wow. it's crazy so uh so that's like my confession and, and it's it it's causing problems because like every time i go back you I'm feel like, anxiety going yeah like, like every time like i see him for him now yeah you? yeah and it, it's so stupid i mean it's not a, it's not like he's really bullying me but it's just like he's i just feel like every time he's there there's just this tension now and i and, and I, I don't know what to do about it something about his energy is maybe maybe you intimidate him <laughs> no because <laughs> like, he's he's put I off by your energy so. this guy is huge no i but mean look, he's who's like, the, like how who seems more insecure the person who is like uh you know, has to put all their work into bulking up and then cares about someone who's in their space or someone who's right. just like not bothering anyone and trying to work out. Well, yeah. Well, when you put it that way, thanks, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better. But I do like... This I, guy's yeah. probably full of insecurities. That and he's was like, like, I I got this big so that I could have my own space. And what? Yeah. it's not working and people don't... Why, are, why isn't everyone worshiping me? What's yeah, going yeah. on? He, he, and then he, I think he's, and he has such great posture. Like he just, <laughs> move, the way he moves through the gym, is like a shark. Like he just, it's like, you just don't want to be in his way. Hmm. And then now that was a while back. This was happening, but now it's gotten worse. There's just like more of them. They're okay. not all bullying me, but like the lunks <laughs> are coming. Like it's just, now when I go back, it's like so many lunks there. And this is no disrespect. If you like working out, like I, I and you like muscles like i have plenty of friends who work who are big muscle people that work out and i value it 100 percent. but uh planet fitness is not for that yeah <laughs> that's for the people who aren't doing that so it's like they took over and now i feel like they're just fucking lunking and they, and they kind of i feel like this planet fitness is not doing a good job of weeding out the lungs so <laughs> you know whatever you know I'm going to have to probably go to another gym, but oh no, not because no, of the bully, I but because it's just too him. lunky. I think you can beat him. Well, there's also like, uh, it's also, you know, you got to go back know. with your buddies, uh, wear your leather jackets and <laughs> <laughs> top him on the way out. I don't know. We got to like have a dance yeah, battle. You ride your bicycle up to him. And be yeah. Like, hey, I could do a comedy set there. Maybe then, <laughs> maybe then I can like show him what I'm good at. Yeah. And that was <laughs> Then that then he'll be like, oh, okay, I see, yeah. But right now it's just so like, just about respect. Like you don't feel like he respects you because you're like, oh, you're comparing yourself just on basis of muscle mass. But then well, you're like, well, I have this other thing that you don't. You have. know what it is? I think it's two things happening. It's a, I mean, tell me you can relate to this as a woman, but for and there's a masculinity issue. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think there is it. So there's all these men who are like really you know i guess the quote-unquote idea of what a man could should be or something uh -huh. like just physically and then i'm there and then it's like it's not an intentional like um it's not like they're they're like this it's not like they have a problem with me or like they're mm -hmm. looking at me in a certain way it's like i'm a, it's like an invisible thing where you're like uh, -huh. uh it's like they're, they're just, they just move through, like, it's mm -hmm. like I'm not even there. Like, like if I'm about to, let's say I'm about to walk to a machine there, they'll just walk in front of me and sit there. Like, it's oh. like I was never even going. It's like they didn't even see me. It's crazy. It's like, I was, it's like uh -huh. invisible. I mean, I mean, That's it's not as bad as the like. invisible no. man, but it is like that book, Invisible Man. <laughs> um, 
you know i i can kind of relate to that on the opposite end and like i'll try to speak to that on the feminine feminine expectations because i think mm-hmm. i feel that way too like i go back and forth between you know like i feel like i'm pretty femme but i also like can be like a tomboy sometimes which is i right. think feel like we should get rid of that term i I can't imagine that that term is going to be around for long oh, but yeah for lack of better words what an idea of a tomboy is you know um mm-hmm. but i always like like quote unquote girly things growing up um you know i like to dress up i like to used to go out in heels and dresses but um i think doing comedy and just being a little bit more like chill and not caring that much um put me kind of you know in the middle and then when i'm with my girlfriends who are very very like femme and like really it's not even being femme in a sense of like style but more like lifestyle right 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 like the things that they value in their life is to find a husband and to get like who has money and they'll talk about that openly like oh so like i'm dating this guy and he makes this much and this guy yeah but he has a better job so like just already i see that they value that they value um like kind of always looking pretty having good homemaker skills and when i hang out with them it's i mean they accept me and we're all friends but i do feel that invisible thing you're talking about which is like i either feel a need to like uh talk up my femme stuff like i have to be like i made dinner the other day and and just to like be like i also cook right right yeah (laughs) even though it's not (laughs) important i baked a pie (laughs) yeah put it on a windowsill i'll like take pictures of stuff like if I like decorate my apartment, I'll like make sure I tell the group chat because I'm like, they'll care about this. And so I feel that invisible like pressure. Um, but I also sometimes will feel it's not that it's not that I actually think they care. It's almost right. like, yeah, I don't know. It's almost like I see that they like that lifestyle. And then by seeing that, I feel like I'm lacking something. Yeah. It's so weird. I can't tell if it's like if it already existed uh-huh. and my mind is like magnifying it or if like the my parent, my own insecurities like of like, if I could just be the person like be me mm-hmm. truly and not care, would I like actually, do I need to do anything? Like would uh-huh. it, would it even make a difference? You know what I mean? Like, are they, uh-huh. it's not like they, it's not like these guys would see me if, well, so, cause I feel like my reaction, my instinct is to just, instead of just like not caring or just uh-huh. like doing, just doing my own thing. My instinct is to like, like be up, like, like to put more, to, be, to man up. More, yeah, yeah. Put more weight on the thing <laughs> and be like, and then do copy them, which mm. feels like disingenuous to me. So, mm-hmm. but almost like, I almost wonder if it, in their mind, they're not even, they're, they're not even thinking about me. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this whole scenario, this whole thing is happening in my head. <laughs> well, do you feel like, uh, they're in a way judging you because they, they've signaled that they care about these things based on how they present themselves. So then you're like, well, if you care about these things and I don't care about them as much, then you're judging me for not caring. Like, is there a bit of that? Yeah. Or like you see, you don't see, it's like, you not. it's like your idea. It's like, I, I guess I'm imagining like, like uh, the, if those women vile these feminine, these femme mm-hmm. things, and then you, I guess it's assuming that they wouldn't value somebody who didn't yeah. have that. So I'm like, okay. when these guys are like into the muscles and stuff like that, I'm kind of assuming that they just wouldn't, they they don't respect the guy who's like mm. a little softer, more sensitive, who like wants to read. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sort of not giving them any credit in a certain sense. But at the same time, it's also very, it could be very true that they see me as like, <sighs> just they just probably look at me like this person is not a threat it's so he you know oh, it's just like I th- moving through. you know i feel like um i feel like a lot of times people like that 
they are just thinking about themselves more because that, that yeah. to me feels like they've got so much insecurity anybody who like conforms totally fine if you want to do that i mean i do think i mean i literally just dyed my hair blonde so like you know what i mean like <laughs> I, I i do things that i'm like i think that will look good and i'm gonna do it for no right. other reason and it's a waste of money but yeah. i think um people who spend a lot of time like fitting into a box are thinking less about you if you're outside of it and more about like how they can fit in more yeah so it tends to be less judgment uh, i mean i don't know i guess nowadays everything's so heated you do get a lot of like very confrontational backlash for people right. who don't fit in their box but yeah i'm not yeah. sure i can't i think <laughs> it's probably a little of both most it's like i'm sure it's really happening on some level but then my mind is also like mm. mag is also like paranoid about it yeah. like like if like or for example like if when I was at the gym yesterday, uh-huh. it, you know what's gonna be the funny thing is like I, I actually over the last few months I feel like I'm actually getting going like bigger. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like I keep going because I'm not working right now, so I'm like I have no. I just want to do something physical so I don't yeah. feel lazy. And I'm like looking at a bear. I'm like, wait, I'm actually like getting like kind of kind of swollen. <laughs> You're gonna be alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm turning like into alarm. one. But because I don't actually, I think it it's so funny because these. I think you know the idea of working out has like or in LA has like a weird stigma, mm. like it almost like you know especially being an artist like it's like we're too cool to do that sure. but it's so funny ever since i moved to la i watch every you know quote unquote writer <laughs> or like real intellectual writer yes. someone who's like a nerd become that person like like basically oh, yes, like yes. Uh, everyone starts working out and take it's, uh-huh. it's like I, I don't know it's and it's just like because there's no there's, it's not yeah. gonna hurt you so it's like you would working out is the one it? thing that you could do right now or like, you know, if you're driving and listening to this, don't do it right now. But like you could do it like when you get to your next place, like you can take 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever, and do something. You could do crunches, jumping jacks. Yeah. But nobody does. Like I can go through a whole day without working out. And then I'm like, oh, I tomorrow I'll do like at least 100 squats. And then right. a whole day will go. But it's like the easiest thing to just start doing. But for whatever reason. And oh, I guess to add up, it's the easiest thing to start doing that will definitely have positive results. Right. And has been proven over many years that like if you work out consistently like you'll feel good yeah you'll look good like it's all good but people just don't want to do it it's <laughs> weird why. well it's like because it's <laughs> hard myself <laughs> i don't want to do it either <laughs> it hurts <laughs> it's I know. painful i'm like running and i'm like this is this sucks but yeah, uh, yeah i i think you're right uh, and then uh, but it's like i feel like i used to judge people yeah, not me judge too. people but just like you'd be like those people especially yeah. actors you see who uh, are in the yeah. gym all the time but then you can't really be mad at it because all they're doing is like just bettering themselves. So it's like yeah. hard to like, it's hard to really judge that. But well, there's a yeah. t- difference between being obsessed with just your looks and like having a well-rounded uh, like palette of other interests. Cause you can yeah. enjoy working out and enjoy reading and then that's, that's fine. True. That doesn't make you less uh, intellectual. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's people who just work out and are like, I don't, I don't like, you know, want to be smart. Then it's like, well, okay, yeah. well now you're, you're, now you have insecurities. <laughs> right. Right. What but, was like, um, uh, I'm curious about like your young, like your childhood. Like, did you have, um, cause it seems like you're like immediately this guy shows up and you're like, okay, so this energy intimidates me. Did oh, you have yeah. experiences? Did you have bullies like growing up or did you have experiences? With oh yeah. People see, like that? see, I see what's happening. You're, <laughs> you're good. You're good. Well, basically, yeah, I mean, I played football in high school, and I was uh-huh. the smallest kid on the team. So all my friends were pre- basically three times my size. Uh-huh. So I had a, it, it. It wasn't like they bullied me, but it that feeling was similar. It was a similar feeling of like you were saying. Were that you a quarterback? It, 
No, a uh, cornerback. Like oh. I was a play, I play like on defense, a cornerback. But I, I was actually good. But uh-huh. once I got, once we got to high school and middle school, I was good. Everyone just got bigger. Kaepernick was, is pretty small. I mean, well, comparatively. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, <laughs> you we know got, what I mean? Like it's uh, all maybe relative. Maybe I should get back on no. it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I mean, ultimately, it just felt dangerous. I mean, yeah. I was like getting hurt all the time. Like, oh, yeah. But I think. Cause you're trying, I'm trying, especially on defense, I'm like tackling these yeah. big ass people. Like oh, man. they're huge. And I'm like throwing my whole body weight into it. And then I was like, basically pass out for five minutes. Oh no! And then, and then the whole, they would have to take me off the field, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like Rudy or anything, but I was like, <laughs> you know, I was not fit to play this sport. And then, but I was really cool and everybody liked me. Uh-huh. So I was friends with a lot of them. And what I was think, that like? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> to be Can't cool. imagine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was cool it's as hell. Late. No. Nah, but, I mean, it was, I, I do think like I'm actually I was writing the show. Uh, I'm developing this thing about this. Like I it is interesting to me. Like I mm-hmm. do. I, I'm not going to make a blanket statement, but I do think at least in I notice at least in the black community, mm-hmm. uh, the type of uh bullying it feels different to me like mm. than what i've seen on tv where it's like straightforward okay. like you know guy coming over to pick on you uh-huh. i feel like it's more like a uh internal like an internal like a, oh, a, okay. a feeling of like um uh like everyone presenting part of the culture so mm. like if you saw me in high school you, you pro- i probably look cool or you know like look like you know i dress cool or whatever was I'm, your high I'm school fitting into the culture um, what, was your high school like predominantly black or was it like really separated? It, it was pretty mixed. I mean, the, t- the football team was uh, mostly black uh-huh. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. It always happens. But well, uh, I guess I'm just curious. Well, yeah, were your friends like was it like mixed so that you were like, OK, there's this like 80s um, high school stereotypes of American high school that I think of sometimes. Right. I didn't go to high school like that with cliques. Like, did you guys oh. have stuff like that, you know, with, with, um, like, you know, this is where the cool kids sit and this is where the N- not really. That's, the I band. think that's what I'm getting at. It's like, it was like very, it was just mixed. Like, yeah, it uh-huh. wasn't like, it was just a lot of people. It's just people. Yeah. But there was different groups of people. I think different friend groups, but everybody, at least for my grade, everybody hung out with everybody. I feel like universally football teams are cool. Like I, I most of the time in high school, no matter if you, the, like our team uh-huh. was bad very bad we were like the yeah, worst our in our team division was bad too, yeah. and they were still the cool people uh, it's hard to say I, I think for me or when i was growing up it was the cool kids were drug were drug oh really <laughs> yeah. oh, okay like uh that i mean I'm i know sure that's that worked it, out really good have, for them <laughs> i mean yeah well not drug addicts but like yeah, yeah, we smoke like, yes, like potheads yeah. like that oh, that's okay. who, where i ended up going when i left the team i, I ended up hanging out with weed a drug but that's because i grew up in california um Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like I mean, drug addicts and like heroin, then. <laughs> and then I'm like weed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know the teachers smoked weed, but also this was like, <laughs> well, I went to high school in 2003, okay. so yeah, I mean we weren't even talking about legalizing uh-huh. weed yet, but like that, uh, that it was weed, hippies, like you know, like yeah. shrooms and like LSD. That was like the cool kids. The the football players were cool too, but it was almost like. That same sort of anti feeling of like mm. everyone was sort of anti sports, like, anti um, mainstream, right? Yeah, like that yeah. feeling of like, oh, you're what's supposed to be cool. So that's yeah, not yeah, cool. yeah. So we were a little running up against that. So I, I wouldn't say. I mean, of course, they still were popular. Like, they were still winning homecoming yeah. and all this shit, but like no one cared. So it didn't really like. It wasn't like so the you, same impact as like what you would see on. Like, you didn't a feel like your status in high school was like 
like you were very comfortable being like you were like I'm cool I'm popular I'm you know going to be invited to all the parties and it was never like a feeling of like your status but you just felt like an internalized uh, well this is judgment. so it's a specific what I, for that that was specific to my the friend group from of my football friends that okay. I play with so those those guys those were all black dudes uh-huh. so they were all big black guys and uh-huh. then me right so that was a very specific dynamic okay uh, outside of the general like gotcha. popularity of high school or whatever but like for most part everyone kind of hung out with everybody but in okay. this dynamic which was specifically black uh-huh that felt like that was that similar feeling at the gym where it's like okay. a very strong masculinity mm. uh, and wondering if you fit into that. So gotcha. I think it's not a bullying in a certain, in a classic sense. It's just a feeling of not being able to uh, be truly who you are in that, mm-hmm. in this group until, because uh, there's like an expectation of what it means to be like a black man. Right. So mm. that was like the feeling um, I was feeling in high school, but I didn't know it until <laughs> I was at Planet Fitness. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, I the word you it. use, expectation, I feel like that's a key because it's sort of like, well, with expectations, you comes like disappointment too, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it's a feeling of like, okay, if we all have this expectation, am I disappointing? Or am I, like, it, you're yeah. not, but like, it's like that insecurity of like, am I a disappointment to what people expect of me? Is when people see me, are they seeing another version that could be? Yeah, and I think it's all changing now because we're sort of like ripping, you know, sort of deconstructing Mm -hmm. what masculinity is anyway. But I think that was, uh, yeah, I think it's a part of growing up. Like, it's either you're going to like be the person you are or you're going to like try to conform. And then I think for me, I I definitely went, I just became myself and it worked Mm -hmm. out obviously through comedy. But when I go to the gym now, it's like all those feelings are coming back because you're like, sure, you're like, oh man, these are real men in here, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. But I, but you know, obviously, I'm I'm being glib, but I I think you know I <laughs> I know that I'm a man, but but I, I think that it's still it's still those seeds of that is still there because there's just certain like you know when you go to the gym, it's like that it's the gym sort of supports uh-huh. that idea because what is a successful person in the mm. gym look like you know like they don't look like me they look like that like that's <laughs> the person who's doing it right you know but uh so I mean, anyway the lunks are the nerds of the gym because right nerds are people who mm-hmm. spend too much time in the library right and like you care about yeah. too much well the lunks are like you spend too much time here like yeah, yeah. we're pretty cool we just come in and out as i think please. that's true like because yeah when i go home like what's happening like, is this your life do you have friends or yeah. do you just work out no so do you think I should stand up to him or what do you think I should do? <laughs> well, from what it sounds like, I think that this guy doesn't sound, he sounds kind of like a dick, but also that I don't think he, uh, I think he's caring more about himself than he is about you. But I do think, you know, it's your right to be there. And I think whatever is going to make you the most comfortable for that place to feel safe, um, I think you should do. But okay. I think, yeah, I don't know what that means. If that, if that means uh, kind of asserting yourself, yeah, well, like, like what I do now, I just try to go at different. Uh, I'm trying oh. to find a new time where so he's like not going to be your there. Schedule around him, because oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Oh. <laughs> but it, it's so weird. I, I keep probably, if he heard this, he'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he does, has no idea who I am. But it's, I think it's just this weird tension. Every Here's time I see him, do. I'm you like, should, <laughs> uh, "Make a shirt um, with his face on it." Like, but then like wear a shirt over it, and then when he turns and looks at you, you like rip off your t-shirt and you're wearing a tank top with his face on it staring uh-huh. back at him and be like 
how do you like being stared yeah. at now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so much work. <laughs> I think I, I feel like that. I think what you want me to do is do that process. So in the process, I realized none of this matters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, why am I doing this? Why do I even care about this? But yeah, no, um, I'll be fine. Uh, but I'm going um, I'm to keep working out, though. So. You'll keep it. Check me out next year. We'll see what I'm looking at. I might be lunked up. It could be though. huge. Because it does make me feel better, honestly. It's it's a great thing. Yeah. I just want to go on the record and say wickering out is a good thing. I'm just yeah. starting to get into that. Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, that is even less judgment than Planet Fitness, if there's one near you, which is where I belong to, is the YMCA. Oh, um, shit. Maybe I should yeah. go there. And I bet I you, yeah. I love it. I literally, like, I, I took a ballet class there because they have free classes. All the yeah. classes are free. And I did ballet years ago, but so enough where I could like jump in, but not enough where I'm good at all. Right. No judgment. It's literally like on my second class, a guy showed up like a teenager, a 15 year old boy who was like, I've never taken ballet in my life. Can I start? And the teacher was like, yeah, sure. Like right. it's literally like any like old ladies to like kids to, and it's no judgment. Nobody cares. Everybody's very supportive and they like clap for you when you like yeah, do whatever. So that's awesome. It's very nice. <laughs> Maybe that's my new home right there. Yeah. But you will see a lot of like grandmas, like YMCA is grandma Haven. It's just like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to work out with them. Grandma's I in think the they pool, slapping their arm. I'm in the uh-huh. K-Town ones. So it's a lot of Asian grandmas. So they, they do their like slapping for circulation. I, oh, think. I don't cool. know if that's a, everybody thing but i definitely know asian grandmas love to like slap themselves i'm doing oh, it really? right now. yeah yeah so never they're walking around and slapping themselves it's for circulation that's awesome I don't know if it works it probably doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's working <laughs> it's, it's circulating uh but yeah that's that's what's up maybe ymca might be a move yeah just trying to find a new spot you, Mar, know? you can't keep running from gym <laughs> <laughs> i will and i will uh, it's so funny i keep thinking about uh my friend Ify, who's like, oh my god! Uh, I thought really, of him when you were talking about yeah, comedians yeah. who are like, because he's also a nerd. He literally has a podcast yeah. about being a nerd, and he's like the hugest guy, like comedian. I, I, don't I know. know. It's amazing. It's like so much dedication, yeah. but it I, it's improved his life. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's hard not to. It's it's a hard thing to like make fun of because you're like, Crook, man, good for you, out. man. Yeah, yeah. I think no matter where you are, if you are doing something that you f- makes you feel good, that's good. I mean, obviously, there's like the flip side, and we've had confessions on the podcast about people who like take working out too far and mm-hmm. um there's always extremes i think if you are working out because you hate yourself doing it is going to make you hate yourself more because you're going to be like why don't i feel better yeah um but if you're like you know dealing with your you know looking self-reflecting and um you don't have to love yourself completely. Nobody truly does. But if you're right. comfortable with where you are and you're working out because it makes you feel good, then that's great. Yeah. As long as it doesn't come from a place of like, as soon as I get abs, I'll be happy. Right. Like, yeah. That's yeah. not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> it never works that way. There's uh, the teacher told me um, uh, yesterday at the meditation spot, he told me the story about this guy who rides a bike up a hill. Uh-huh. And he said, this is what life is like riding up this hill on this bike and uh or the mountain and he was asking um uh he was asking a, a, one of the teachers like what happens when you get to the mm. top and he's like you die <laughs> oh <laughs> man like, that's so like, dark yeah it's a he's a really dark his i think his form of buddhism is like or the way like he's nihilism. He it, yeah he's very nihilistic really? but like yeah but he, he's sort of like he's like so it's just that it's like getting rid of um the negative connotation of death, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. I I just think dark because I like to think that there's some downhill along the way. Oh yeah. But if it's all uphill, 
and then you die, it feels like you get no reward. I mean, not that unless you want to think that death is the reward, I which don't it know. could be. Um, I, I'm not scared of death, and I and not in a like not in an alarming way. Like, don't have to call a hotline on me. But I I think death. <laughs> you okay? I'm very like um calm by the idea of death. Like, I don't. I wouldn't want like right at least right now. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to like be the one to initiate my death. Like, yeah. But the idea of like finding death one day is very nice to me it just feels like you've kind of fallen to a peaceful slumber really oh that's nice yeah i'm terrified of it i said i think i'm terrified of anything that it's just that i'm like i i have i have that feeling about it like you just described sometimes that it gives me comfort but for the most part i kind of settle into just like i don't know what's gonna happen so it's scary Mm. but it, it is uh it's just it's that thing of meaning like Whenever I think of death, it like makes me think of purpose because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what kind of scares me. It's sort of like there's there's two parts in my head. One is like, you know, and it's very they're very separate. And I'm like, one yeah. is like I'm here for a reason. or Everything happens for a reason. And like I'm here to do something good or whatever that idea. And then the other part of me is like everything is random and like <laughs> I'm, I don't exist at all. I'm this is just an illusion. <laughs> oh, man. Well, but, they could uh, both be true. No, everything i, don't know. I think, I they, think can. they can they can you everything could not matter but then you can find reason within it right like i think there's a lot of um like people ask the question on too broad of a scale they're like what does it all mean i have mm-hmm. to find my reason or purpose my one purpose just mm-hmm. like you don't just get like working out isn't like you work out once and then you get to whatever yeah. you want to go like it's this slow process and then you, when you're done you can still do more i think your purpose is not like the minute before you die, you're like, and that was my reason. But I think you yeah. find your purpose throughout your life. Like, I'm sure you could look back on your life right now and be like, there were at least 20 moments throughout your entire life where you're like, oh, cool. I find, I found clarity and I'm supposed to be here right now. And that is the reason for everything right. up to now. And there's so many moments like that. And so I think if you put them all together, it's like, you found a reason you already could pick one and be like, well, that was the reason for why I'm here today. Right. And then in 20 years, you're like, well, what's the reason for living the next 20 years? Yeah heavy <laughs> that's heavy <laughs> um well i'm really glad you shared that um i hope that you i wish you the best of luck in your gym uh oh, yeah. don't you worry about me i'm a, i think you'll be fine maybe you should bring me, him like, yeah, maybe you should bring him some um just recite some of the scripts you wrote just bring them, <laughs> bring oh, them yeah. in. he looks at you just like drop all your scripts oh, yeah, well, oh wow see look at all the scripts well, I wrote. hopefully like, they'll play like <laughs> an episode of new girl or something because they were oh, playing yeah. it one time when i was there and, I could, oh, nice. and i'll be like that's you see that name right there and then he'll be like, he'll be like, oh yeah, uh, so I don't care. <laughs> That's the lunking of the writer's room is like pointing out your credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> even that is like, is that even a lunk? <laughs> I guess not. Um, well, I have a quick game. Would you like to okay. play? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is uh, based on, okay, so I wrote this game because um, your movie is about a birthday party, and cool. at birthday parties, people give gifts. So it's, it's very loosely inspired by birthday gifts. This is called, Was This Given to a World Leader or a Celebrity with a High IMDb Star Meter? Cool. Um, so basically, you know, being a celebrity, it's very hard. It's a hard life because not only can you not go to the grocery store and flip-flops without getting photographed, you also have a hard time giving gifts because you can't just do like a happy birthday Facebook message. Right. People, everybody knows you're rich and um, have resources and assistance. So you got to put a lot of time into the gifts you give to your friends. Makes sense. So a lot of celebrities give very like extravagant outlandish gifts. Um, 
so in this game and so do politicians so in this game i'm gonna just like tell you a gift i'll describe a gift that was given and you just have to guess if it was given to a celebrity for a birthday or um by like a world leader like a president or okay prime minister or king or queen you get you get it easy (laughs) yeah celebrity or world leader okay cool all right here's the first one the gift is a bike with a chanel seat cushion costing twelve thousand dollars was this from a celebrity or given to a celebrity or a world leader? Uh, celebrity. Correct. This was Courtney oh. Cox to Jennifer Aniston. Um, they were on Friends Together. Obviously, she gave this gift during that time to let her know that she'd be there for her. That's awesome. That's a great <laughs> gift. Would you ever ride a bike with a Chanel seat cushion? Yeah, $12, I'm very bougie. I love that kind of <laughs> shit. That's, that's what gave it away. That's I was like, people like, take I, the bike seat away <laughs> when they walk away. That You just take the seat away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool. You're doing great. Okay. Here's the next one. The gift was a bulletproof limousine. Was it from a celebrity or a world leader? A world leader. Correct. (laughs) The Soviet Union leader, Joseph Stalin, gave this to the late North Korean dictator, Kim Jong-il. Oh, wow. Gave him a bulletproof limo. That's a pretty cool gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess it's when that many people hate you. People are trying to kill you. That's a crazy, yeah, it is very much like. What are you saying with that? You're saying like, I want you to be protected. I want you to be alive, but also like you should work on your personality. Yeah. People hate you. There are some rappers that have bulletproof cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Tony. Yeo, he was Tony, I was watching a documentary about Tony Yayo uh-huh. and he, this guy tried to kill him and he was in a bulletproof uh, uh, Mercedes and he saved his life. Oh, wow. It's pretty crazy. So, cool. So maybe it's a good gift. It's a good gift. Wow, that's it's gonna, a good gift. Well, I'm saying it's a good gift for <laughs> a celebrity for as someone well. who might yeah. die or yeah. your friend that you want to murder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's the next one. Um, the gift was 10 Burger Kings around the world, including in the U.S., U.K., France, and Italy. Uh, that's a world leader. Close, but not quite. This was a celebrity gift. Kanye West gave this to Kim Kardashian West. Um, cause she loves chicken fries from Burger King. So he gifted her, he bought 10 different branches of Burger King. That is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him having to do the, it's like he, now he's like a franchise owner having to do the books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Celebrities are insane. I wonder what parts of the country they're in. Yeah. And if she actually goes or not. They put a picture like he, the manager and it's like her face. And he just got her a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> right, what do does that? it mean to own it? Like she tr- like truly has no, like yeah. it just you can afford Burger King anytime you want. Crazy. Next gift, a hand-drawn portrait of the recipient passing out newspapers because their first job was a paper boy. That's a world leader, I think. It's actually a celebrity, and this was very recent. Blake Lively gave this to Ryan Reynolds as a birthday gift. Oh, wow. Um, It was very sweet. Yeah, he um, was, his first job was a paper boy, and she got this commissioned portrait of him passing out papers in front of his childhood home. Wow. And his, uh, I did see that, I didn't put this in here, but uh, his ex, Scarlett Johansson, gave him like a gold, uh, coated his wisdom tooth in gold. Um, So I think he ended up with the right Oh person. yeah! Wow, that's great. <laughs> this I love one that. feels a lot that's, more personal. Yeah, that feels very really <laughs> as opposed to chicken fries. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you. I, I'm gonna get you a snack. Because <laughs> you're a snack. I'm really upset cute. at Kanye for that one. <laughs> I, I like Kanye, but uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I love that like picture of. There's like a picture. Um, I think it was after the VMAs or something, and it was like him and Kim, and then um, John Legend and Chrissy um, uh-huh. at, at a Waffle House, and like their body language is so different. It's like 
uh, Christy and John are like, you know, really like lovey-dovey together holding hands. And then Kim and Kanye are very separate and he's like holding his own hand. And then someone captioned it like, like Kanye or uh, John's holding the thing he loves the most. Kanye is holding the thing he loves the most. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's that's really that's that's awesome <laughs> that's funny. um okay you're you're doing great this you're no, i think you're tied up no you got terrible. two and two so here's the final question for the win okay the gift was a for, two, the win. for the win <laughs> <laughs> who am i playing against against yourself <laughs> you haven't learned anything about working out it's, it's always for you don't okay. do it for the lungs do it for yourself okay. um okay the gift was two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollar donation to the aclu uh, that's a world leader. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it to you just because this is actually both. So uh-huh. Chrissy Teigen, speaking of, uh, and John Legend donated $72,000 each, uh, for everybody in their family. So that includes their children to the ACLU on Donald Trump's 72nd birthday to troll him. So oh, okay. it's actually both. That's great. I love that. Yeah. It was really sweet. Um, so you win this game. Oh, great. Yeah. I feel so, so much. I feel awesome. Your prize is you get to tell the listeners where to find you. Oh, oh man. Cool. So if I lost, I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have deleted this whole podcast <laughs> and not yeah, put it, it online. It was like, oh, we just erased what it completely. What if that's how it was like if you, the guest loses? I'm like, yeah, yeah this is not this Your punishment canceled. is a waste of uh, your <laughs> waste entire of your morning. Uh, so you can find me on um, Instagram at Prophmatic, P-R-O-P-H. Matic and uh and just go I just want you to watch my movie if you can yeah it's great it's a really good movie it has, stars a lot of really funny people like Ego Wodum and Carl Tart and Kirby Howe Baptiste and Tony Baker open and Mike Tone Eagle. Bell open Mike Eagle uh everybody I mean all my favorite comedians are in this movie it's so funny and it's a really quick I mean it's like one of those movies you could watch really quickly mm-hmm. uh and if, and um it's on iTunes Amazon and Showtime cool Cool. Thanks for coming on the show. You can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me at Larissa T. Bye.